Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at www.ivypod.com. We are Ivy Podcast on Twitter, Ivy Pod on Facebook. Mail at Ivy Pod is our email, and we're on Google Plus. Let's go. Welcome, Clayton. Hi, John. How's it going? I'm doing well. Me too. Just cracking some beers, getting ready to record a show, <laughs> with some football. <laughs> yep. Standard yep. stuff. It's just typical Sunday. That's for you, Hans. Yeah. Just tweeting, that's, tweeting that's, during. We got some live tweeting going during our show. Yeah, it's fun. Sure. We've never had that before. No. Yeah. yeah. We've opened up the recording booth. Right. Yeah, they they there's a what the the morning stream they always say that so I'm just kind of copying them a little bit. That's okay. Just, yeah, our game Fun. is not original, but that's <laughs> yeah. Who's passing judgment? Right. Right. How many of our listeners listen to the morning stream? I none one two. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. I know I've listened to it, but well, I'm good. a regular guy. I, I yeah, me neither. I mean, anymore, but oh. still a good show. I'd rather listen to them than most other things, but yeah. Well, what, what are we talking about today here? We've got a uh, episode forty. This is a big show. Right. Um, we've got we we had some things planned. We we actually had a great listener suggestion to bring back one of our previous guests, uh, my brother Bob, who was on episode twenty. Uh, but unfortunately, that's not going to work out tonight. So we are going to try to do that. Bring him back for. Uh, future episode maybe the next one we don't know yet but yeah we'll get we'll, something figured out we'll get it figured out yeah i want to have him on because i want to publicly apologize to him for being such a uh <laughs> an idiot because after the show was recorded you know that he was our first guest ever so yeah just there was a lot of things it just didn't do right for may, may, namely not really introducing him at all right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we well we're amateurs yeah you know it's like it wasn't even clear till the last 10 minutes of the show that he was my brother. And and even then it wasn't clear. So it was, oh, I have to go back and listen. Maybe yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> I, I was just excited to have Bob on because I wanted to ask him what he thinks about having a new line of shoes named after him. I know it's pretty Ooh, awesome. I, I had a whole bit ready to go on that. I did like I had a, a nice chunk where I, I was all kind of, I was going to be cracking wise, man. And, uh, <laughs> all about the name Bob, just because someone decided to name shoes after him. Yeah. But, well, I mean, there's Chuck's and then there's, now there's Bob's. And then of course the original Bob is Tom, right? You know, the Tom shoes. So oh. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about? I don't remember those. You know, have you ever heard of Tom shoes? Like for every, every pair of Tom's you buy, they, they donate a pair to it, like a needy child. Yes. Yes. Probably in Africa. So Bob's is Skechers play on that same thing. They're the same style of shoes. Instead of Tom, they call him Bob, and they do the same thing where they give one pair away for every pair you buy. It's like the most blatant ripoff. Uh, I mean, just I mean, they don't even care. It's like, hey, they're Bob's now. For you, to, you could forget all about Tom and his <laughs> shoes over there. We're Bob, and we're doing the same thing. Yeah. 
You so, had a good idea, that that yeah. Tom. So we're going to steal it and just bury him. We're going to come up with another real <laughs> simple name, and uh, yeah, it's going to be our thing. So oh, I just ruined it. Right. I should have saved it for when we did. Yeah, it. well, we could bring it back up. That's cool. So I'll ask him if he actually heard this, you know. But it it was I was I, when I saw it, I was like, how. How ridiculous is that? Like, it, and anybody in their right mind should be like, you know what? I'm just going to not buy the Bob, and I'm just going to get to go right to the Tom. <laughs> That's how I mean. How I look, I don't. I'm not a fan of uh, that sort of competition. You know, like and just blatant big companies jumping in and be like, hey, these people are doing a good thing. Let's see if we can get in on the action. It just pisses me off, but. Uh, we all. We, I mean, speaking of things that make you mad or angry, we we do have a, a a good doc filled up for the episode tonight. I think our main discussion points are going to be the uh, the LP coaching. Uh, I, I'm not coaching, but there was a con- LP football debacle, debacle controversy, sort of sabotage. I think it's a good. Lots word. of good words. Yeah, that's a good one. So we're going to talk about that. We got you. You. Did some live tweeting and some reporting from the Dreamwave event with Gold Dust. Um, Correct. And I report yeah, ready. Yeah, we got some other odds and ends with, uh, you know, the tweet stuff, uh, tweets of the week. We got our podcast, what we've been listening to, maybe some other local news stuff. But I think we're going to probably just kind of, I don't know, jump right off. Or what do you, what do you think, John? That sounds good. Let's see here. Yeah, you want me to do my my Dreamwave report? Get that? Yeah, let's done? yeah, let's do the Dreamwave because it, it was Gold Dust was in La Salle. This was last night, correct? Last night, so that was uh, the fifteenth of September. He visited the Illinois Valley. Uh, go, I hadn't, you know, we hadn't talked about Dreamwave in a while, so and I hadn't been to one in a while, so I was when I heard about this one where he was coming, Dustin Rose or Dustin Rhodes, aka Gold Dust, right? Or um, or he's the son of. Dusty Rhodes. Correct. The American Dream. American Dream. What other names did he go by? Dusty? No, I think, well, Dustin Rhodes. He's had several, but I mean. Right. I thought Dusty Rhodes had some other nicknames. He might have. I'm not sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no. Well, anyway, yeah, so I was pretty pumped about this show. I wanted to go and did and did some tweeting during it. And I was actually, yeah, it was awesome because, you know, Goldust, you know, I don't know how old the guy is now, but I mean, you check out his Wikipedia page i mean he's had a long career ever since like late 80s you know up until even now uh i'd say in the last maybe five years he's kind of not doing the big big shows anymore but uh, he's doing more of the independent wrestling but still i mean he had a long career and he was pretty big deal there for a while i would actually i would actually say i was thinking about it i think because when i used to watch wrestling it was back probably more in the 90s and he was a bigger deal back then and i think there was a period when wrestling started to get kind of risque and a little dirty and i think we talked i kind of think he might have been one of the reasons he kind of ushered that in because he had kind of a weird risque sort of act right the way we, he presented we himself with, um ravishing rick rude oh yeah right. <laughs> oh yeah back to that stuff like yeah we talked about this before uh, That's right. yeah i don't i don't remember him so this is you're talking like the wcw age what? when like when that's when they sort of seem to take the the mainstream wrestling away from W- Actually, um, it would have been roughly that time period, but before that too. Okay. Um, he he did wrestle in the WCW uh, as just himself, Dustin Rhodes, 
And then he went to the WWF or WWE. I still call it W. I can't call it WWE. I, the World WWF. Wild. Yeah, whatever. But it, he went there. So it was kind of like just before the WCW kind of took off on their stint. Okay. Um, and then during it a little bit too. So I think that's about right. I'm kind of just going off from memory. But uh, yeah, I he it was a good show. He did wrestle. He wrestled Austin Roberts, which is one of the tough dudes. You know, champion dreamwave not the current champion but was dreamwave champion and uh who comes out uh j rep is his manager austin Uh-oh. roberts so that's what one of the pictures i posted on twitter was um after the match was done because gold dust did win and after he was done he took j rep and and propped his legs up in the corner uh i guess it's the, it's called the shattered dreams Uh-oh. where he props him in the corner and just and just you know kicks him in the nuts so it was pretty funny <laughs> he's so, so he's he's and he's he dresses up in like a black suit with gold makeup and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, he gets all done up. Oh, pretty cool. But yeah, it was a good show, really fun. Uh, it, just in general, it was a good show. That that were there was that match. There was uh, the Brubaker Ali match, which was that was crazy. It was tables and chairs and ladders kind of match. Which I'm not really so big on those style style matches but those guys were pretty crazy you got to give them credit for that but uh oh and they did like a royal rumble too so that was neat oh how many people 30 wow yeah they brought people in from all over people who weren't really dreamwave wrestlers just grabbing guys off the street throwing them in the ring no not really but did you take did you take the boys and everything too was it oh yeah yeah did they have a good time yeah they they loved the royal rumble part because Every two minutes, somebody else runs out, and so whenever that happened, oh yeah, the uh, you know the, the the over the loudspeaker is like you know ten, nine, eight, and it's counted down. So as soon as that would happen, the boys would just like jerk up and look to see who was coming. They'd count down every time, so it was it was fun. Right, that and all oh, my favorite dude, uh, Christian Rose, won the whole thing. So it was he run the he won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, <clears throat> wow, I remember that that was a. I mean, in, in WWF, would the first Royal Rumble was probably in the late '80s. I think so. Or maybe they even had it at one of the WrestleManias. <clears throat> no, it was its own thing. Players, or was that something else? That was Survivor Series or something, right? Well, yeah, those were all different pay-per-views. Yeah, right. that's right. Um, I'm looking back on this to see when. Oh, we're just gonna have to. We'll be looking for a while. I just that brought up the video game. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a fun style when they do those Royal Rumble, Battle Royal things. It was, it was a good time. So all in all, it was a good good time had by all. Right. And uh, I would recommend if you are have any interest in going to see a Dreamwave, uh, the, their next three shows before the year is done, they have a, a, some big name person at every single one. So it's a good time to go check them out. That's awesome. Wow, that's so fun. do you have any... Uh clue as to who they're who else they're going to be bringing in in the next couple uh months. there's a dude named uh <laughs> billy gunn who was a pretty big deal there for a while uh one of the hardy brothers i think okay that Which sounds are, familiar to me high flyer marty i forget their names i'm thinking marty Janetti. see that shows my age sorry uh, wrestling fans. Um, and then Rikishi, maybe, which is a big Hawaiian dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with that. So. <laughs> uh, I, I know what you're, yeah, he might come out with a, a puka shells and a 
conk. And, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anymore. Right? And uh, maybe eating a spam sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It'd be awesome. <laughs> Definitely. Old school. So, and we yeah. used to rock spam sandwiches now. Oh, I love those. If anybody knows how to make, well, you're you're that was you were the initiator. You were the the driving force between behind late night spam sandwiches. That was always your doing. Oh yes, I got everybody nice and liquored up, and then fed them these sandwiches. And then after they ate them and enjoyed them, mind you, right. I told them what they were. Right, and well, no one complained. And if no, no one really ever. <laughs> no, they taste great. Yeah. you don't know what they are. Damn, well, it's big in Hawaii. That's what it's I the say. stigma. Rikishi or whatever. <laughs> oh, and I, just a side note, I had to mention this. I felt like it was you know, just a, a shout-out to the Ankewitz Deli in Peru, who was clo- they were closed, and I happened to stop over there, and the owner saw me and opened up the place special just to sell me some tickets. Really? Yeah, so I felt important. Oh, well, was it like a... Just to have, was were you late there? Did they close like late in the evening or something, or early evening? No, it was like they closed at early, like I think in the afternoon. And I happened to show up like after work. It was like six, and but they saw me and opened it up for me. So, huh? That's good to see. I think there was some speculation that that NK might be closing. I, um, I don't know. I remember hearing, and this goes back a little while ago. I thought maybe they were selling or trying to, but yeah, that's that's cool. That's and I it is. That place always had the the best for deli, like a great smell. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Ankiewicz's, and I think there's a lot of people that can agree with that. And then and then the penny candy and, and then fireworks. They are never shy about selling jumping jacks and a lighter to a twelve year old boy. Darn right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that was always nice when you were you know when you were that <laughs> age. So it's true. <laughs> you, did you ever go there for that? Oh yeah, okay. definitely. Okay. We're getting morning glories, exactly. I'm sure they don't anymore, but I mean, we never burned anything down. So, oh, of course not. Yeah, we were okay. All safe. And if we did, it wouldn't have been our fault. It would have been their fault. So For selling it to us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Of course. <laughs> How irresponsible. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hey, are we about due to do a break? I mean, we're speaking about irresponsible behavior. We could talk about the LP thing here. Should we Should we jump into that? I don't know. I, I think it's a good idea. I, I just was wondering if we were coming up on a... Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's take a super short break. Okay. <laughs> I think. Okay, we'll be right back. Yeah. We're rocking and a rolling. Rocking and a rolling. Uh, so we so we we had breaking LaSalle County news. Uh, actually, the LaSalle County or the greater Illinois Valley was in the Chicago news uh, a few times this week because there was a bus accident out by Marseilles. No one was killed or anything, but that made the Chicago paper. And then there was a brush fire off of D. Bennett Road between Ottawa and Utica that made Chicago news. And then... Tom Skilling was all over that. Yes. And then the ultimate local story, which has gone national because i mean i saw it on yahoo but i don't know if people all over the country were seeing it but i know it made the chicago tribune was it thursday in thursday's paper it was the front page story right i think so yeah and, and i you know that I, I didn't actually see it 
I, I, I have it here, and I didn't actually read it because it was pretty much a lot of the same stuff that the News Tribune right. had put out. Or, or a good tweet from one of the Chris Yuckus, I think, from the uh, News Tribune tweeted about how the Chicago Tribune, great, you know, being late to the story, you know, <laughs> yeah. really add anything uh, new to, to it there. But either way, it was on the, the cover of the Yeah, front page, crazy. And then it was in today's the Sunday trip as well, just a, like an editorial uh, sort of write up that someone did, and and it was a which I actually thought I mean in terms of how it reads, um, asking a lot of really good questions and sort of actually talked to um, some legal professors uh, professor, professors from uh, the DePaul University, so it was right. a good write up. So we're gonna kind of yeah, so through the kind of the timeline of it, I guess, and and how it all went down and. We could take two steps back on that, and I guess it all kind of started really in the summer. And you know, this was kind of a hot topic in Peru, but you know, we try to—I I, I try not to be too Peru-centric, right. uh, even though I live in Peru. But uh, at the time, you know, it was kind of a hot topic in Peru. Two coaches who you know had been with LP High School, you know, they got let go from their coaching duties, and there was a big kind of a controversy about that here in town, mm-hmm. LaSalle, Peru area about that and then it just kind of quieted down and things moved on so we thought and then uh the season started for lp football and there i happened to go to that game uh against uh rock island ailman uh, what's that allman <coughs> island allman allman yeah rock island allman and uh you know they just pounced on lp i mean they just destroyed them right. uh, they just 21 they, 31 to nothing right just everything LP tried was very ineffective. And then after the game, the coach approached LP's coach and pretty much told him that they had received this packet in the mail and that it had everything in it. Plays, strategies, uh, you know, players, specific information about players, their weaknesses, their past injuries. And it even went so far as to say things like, oh, you should target this guy because he has such an injury. And if you take him out, you know, you'll you'll win the game easy and stuff like that. Right. So, it was actually there was a to me it, they didn't give any direct examples of what, what was in the report itself because again that probably would have been just kind of the same as actually issuing it. I, I guess, but it sounded like he actually was putting it like it, there was malicious intent. It, it seemed like he was actually putting in there like, hey, this is smart because you can really this will help you in this regard, or and that's what made it. I mean, not only is it weird that a, a former coach would send out these packets, but it's really weird that he would put in there like, "Hey, this this guy's got you know, if you if you go for his left knee, it's a little tender, or something like that." That was right. now we should actually probably take a step back and just say, for the record, they have not because uh, we're they have not actually accused any particular coach or person of doing this. Uh, the all fingers have been pointing to one of the two coaches, uh, Burke, who was let go of his duties. And but um, so nobody, hated. they've been right. investigating this, and they've not said. They've said that the investigation is over, I think, but they are not saying who did it specifically. The only thing it, that we know is that the the Burke dude was officially released or resigned from LP just this past week. Oh, so um, he's actually not on paid leave anymore either. He's, he's not on paid leave anymore. He's just gone. Right. And so. he's still teaching at LP, even though this past summer 
he was let go from his coaching duties, but he was still retained as a as a teacher at at LP High School, right? Right, I oh, think so. But um, so when this initially broke, uh, after a couple of days or within relatively short period of time, they put him on paid leave, and then now he's actually stepped down. Right. Okay. And I know people could, you know, somebody on the opposite side of this could say, "Oh, you guys don't know that it had anything to do with those two coaches back in the summer." None of this could be related. Now you're pointing the finger at this dude, just like everybody else is. Yeah, and you're probably right, but you know it doesn't take a rocket scientist to to, to see that this is probably all kind of related. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we're we're stepping too far out of line there. No, um, but but even so, we, I guess we we shouldn't technically say that he did it. But um, oh well. But anyway, so the 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 he says the fact he- of the matter is that the someone did write this stuff send it all out to all the coaches and then the funny thing is that that team didn't tell lp till after they stomped them right right <laughs> it, it, like quoting from the uh, article that was in the chicago tribune today the sunday tribune the title of it was uh, football and sabotage why did nobody report a predator's plot to injure high school players that's the headline on it and then there's a quote inside of it that says uh <laughs> now i'm just clicked off it so I, i'm sorry I, I spaced on it uh what was that what were we looking at uh, here talking about the why why didn't any of the other teams turn this in until after the game? oh after let yeah right exactly here it says um there was an actual quote from this that was pretty interesting yeah it says lasalle peru officials told the tribune's ted gregory that the recipient schools surrendered the mailings but only after lasalle peru requested them uh-huh. <laughs> And then he goes on to say, think about that. You're an educator holding in your hands a document designed to disadvantage your opponent and urging you to physically harm its players, but you don't immediately contact LaSalle Peru. No, you instead keep that sleazy document lying around, and you also, you also what? And then, so yeah, that's a pretty good quote. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, everybody was like, ooh, we can use this, not really considering that it potentially could land them in some hot water legally. The the you know, the school even though they didn't request it so I mean I, I don't know how much trouble it could get a uh, say Sterling or Ottawa or Streeter or Geneseo or I mean they'd list all the schools I mean it's United Township to East Moline uh, Rochelle Yorkville Sterling Dixon Streeter Ottawa and Geneseo um, was ten or well, nine schools right I think so that's yeah. a lot and and I don't know what kind of scheme this was what what this would you know the initial person who sent it out. What were they hoping to accomplish? I and don't know. That's the creepy part of it, right? Like how out of your mind you have to be to actually do this? Oh, I know. It's sort of like a, it's like when when you're uh, on the phone customer service with the say your cable company or whatever telecommunication company and you're like, "I'm going to tell all my friends to never shop here again." Get <laughs> you down. That was sort of the mentality of this person like he we're assuming it's a he yeah. felt so powerful that they could single-handedly bring down the the high school athletic program and 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 and, and they they deserve it because right. they treated me <laughs> like well and that's yeah. speculation but I mean yeah I, I, and I I get I, now that I've, we've we've said this stuff I'm feeling regretful that we're throw, we threw the dude's name out there because we don't actually know anything but uh, I mean there. I don't know. So we don't have to feel bad. No one listens to this anyway, John. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, but whoever did send it, whoever you may be, right. you're 
hopefully going to be ran out of town. Yeah, we're, that was what we, we were talking about it before we recorded tonight, and that was kind of my thing. Like, I'm not sure. I, I hope that the school district, LaSalle, LaSalle Peru School District, the high school school district can sort of uh, get out of this unscathed, meaning they don't be, they're not going to be sued by any of the students because that would be unfortunate. I mean, it's going to come out of the taxpayer's pocket. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen. If something legally, I think, I don't know what criminal charges could be filed against him. I know there's probably some um, civil issues that he might go through legally. Uh, anyway, maybe we should should pose these questions with Lawyer Dog. I'm not sure if this is an area that he's familiar with or, um, could I mean, would know a lot about. But it, it's kind of a, a legally, it's it's sort of a weird ground. It's it's If, if, if there's damages or injury, uh, you know, it's kind of... It's tricky, so uh, I I agree with you, John, in saying like, let's just run this guy out of town. And if it does turn out that it's this Burke fella, and it seems that it is, all indications are that it could be, you know. And sometimes we're wrong or whatever. But um, if that's the case, just get him the hell out of LaSalle, Peru. Get him out of the Illinois Valley. We don't need to see again, and and we'll be done with it, and everybody can move on. I think that would probably be the best outcome. I I hope so. I mean, you just hate to see things get tied up in the courts. It just it's it just takes a lot of time, a lot of money, and it doesn't really fix anything. Right. It, like you said, yeah, I, I'm with you there. Just Whoever did it, down. just get get going. Right, and make sure that he never teaches in Illinois or ever anywhere ever again. He he has zero interaction with coaching or anything because he's obviously mentally disturbed or, or has an ego the size of, of the Grand Canyon or something because I, I don't know. I've never, I've, I haven't talked to anybody who's, been in, in a program that he helped run or was assistant to so i mean maybe he was a really good coach and he he might have got had good outcomes and really cared deeply for the players but this sort of whole thing i think i read somewhere was like oh he cared about his players like oh yeah he really did huh you know he he made sure to send out all their medical records to their the opponents for this year you know that's a scary proposition i think so it's messed up yeah yep. And I think we've <clears throat> kind of danced around and said it's messed up about six times. So I don't, I don't know if I really have much else to comment on it. Is there anything else in this that you wanted to say or kind of get out or talk about? No, I think we pretty much stated it. I mean, we kind of had to. I, I, I didn't really want to talk about it initially, but then it just exploded into this huge thing. It's like, how can we not talk about it? I hope we're not feeding into just like uh, any local gossip and in accusing the dude, but um, you know everything that's been put out there so far, it's it's definitely pointing his direction. So if we find out anything else, we will definitely come bring it back on the show and, and talk about it. But for now, the bottom line is uh, someone sent out this stuff, and hopefully whoever that character is, they will be out of here. And I guess we can just leave it at that. That's where it'll end. We that's have- where it ends, right there. Oh. Get the hell out of town. We don't want your kind here. Yeah, you ain't welcome. <laughs> you ain't welcome. <laughs> I know it did, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how it will. That's how it'll go, right? That's how we talk here. Oh, we're a bunch of rednecks on here. That's what. Hey, you know, there were some tweets saying that, you know, that we are a suburb, and I had to tweet back saying, oh, "No, we're not. We're not a suburb of Chicago." Yeah, sorry. I, I, I thought that was interesting. And then there's people like going. Uh, the Gurney one, where we're we're not a suburb either. Or people say that Gurney's not a suburb, and I'd say, yeah, Gurney isn't really a suburb. But no, no, 
it's but then I just think it's funny that uh, yeah, I tweeted something about that saying yeah oh uh, yeah it, we're not a suburb and yet we can probably get to the city right. faster than most suburban town people right if you can. Gurney it'll probably take you an hour and a half to get downtown and it'll take up <laughs> about an hour and a half as well yeah right right traffic I mean they can get down there a lot quicker when traffic conditions are good but there's times when we if we hustle and we hit things just right we can do that as well so. I kind of enjoyed that from your perspective. Like, hey, we're not as detached from you all as you think. That's kind of how I took it. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Well, yeah, so I guess we, uh, we've we said all we need to say on that. If we find out anything else, we will be happy to, you know, if we said something we shouldn't have said, we will uh, we'll cop up to it. Don't worry. Yeah, well, we're always so uh, scared we're going to misspeak that. I know. We, we do. We get a little bit too nervous about that. We should just be boisterous and be calling people out and being like, that guy's a dick and he needs to be <laughs> over to his house and see if we can slash his tires. No, no, no. Nothing we really are. Not saying that we endorse such a thing, no. <laughs> God. Stop right there. Okay, we're going to a break right now. <laughs> this is a long break. We got to think about this stuff. We'll be right back. <laughs> Right, we are back. That was a good break, John. Good break. Cover after our, you know, we are talking out the sides of our mouths. Is that a saying? Well, yeah, so maybe if we did say something we weren't supposed to, maybe we could have to talk uh, with Mr. Doug Kramarsik about seeing as how he has billboards up in town. <laughs> yeah, Lawyer Doug's got some sweet billboards up. You know, I I, I sent, sent him a message on Facebook saying, you know, they're looking pretty good. I mean, to me, small town America, USA, you get your face on a billboard. I think that's kind of a big deal. I'd say. Yeah. Especially when it's your business, right? Yeah. So go Doug. That's awesome. So that what, what are they? Uh, I think it was in Adam Carolla's book. He has a thing like, you know, if your name's on your shirt at work, that probably means you're not doing so hot. If your name's on your office door, you're probably doing okay. You know, if you have a door with your name on it, that's good. Yeah. If you have a building with your name on it, that's pretty good right there. <laughs> and even better is if you have your name on a company and you're not even in the same country as them. <laughs> so he's nice. got his name on a billboard. I'm not sure where that stands, but maybe he's got his name out front already. And that's pretty good because we're all still pretty young men, I'd like to say. At least yeah. we still pretend like we are. And, uh, you know, it's a good good achievement. It's, it's, it's nice, man. Yeah, so speaking of Doug, he, you know, thanks to him, because he actually sent us a, a message with an article 
Um, he sent us a it's, it's good lead in for some of our more techie stuff uh, of today's show. So he sent us an article that was it was a video gaming kind of like a where some of the uh, video games the names of them came from. Classic video games. Yeah, more. classic. Not and, and recent too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um. The, the, let's see here. Like one that jumped out at me. Uh, let's see. Russian game designer Alexei Pajitnov, named uh, who created Tetris, and he decided he named it Tetris because of the word tetramino, which means it's, it's just a a geometric shape comprising of four squares. That makes sense. And also tennis, which was his favorite sport. So oh. I named it Tetris. Right on. Where the yep. name came from. Well, then, the, the, was the other one was on. Uh, was it in the Atlantic? I think it was the Atlantic website. How Monkey Nuts became Halo and other tales of video game naming. So this yes. um, August thirty first. It's pretty interesting. And then they have like the uh, scroll through. Uh, it says like Grand Theft Auto was originally initially called Race and Chase, but I don't know. They felt like Grand Theft Auto was a much better name, which I agree, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good choice there. But they talk about Pac-Man being Puck-Man, and then they were scared people would drop the P and put the F in, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the arcade box itself. And Halo, that, that, that game had all sorts of names. I saw uh, Halo was, let's see, Star Maker, Star Shield, Hard Vacuum, The Crystal Palace, the Santa Machine and Monkey Nuts. That was and then Blam. Oh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I think they made a good choice. Yeah, Halo's very good. Short. That's kind of like Ivy Pod. You know? Yeah, we like it. It took us a while to come about. You know, come up with that. But we're like, you know what? That's going to work for us. And I think anytime you're developing, it doesn't. Sometimes it takes a while for a, a game, like a name or a, a slogan or something, to sort of warm you over a little bit sort of where you it sort of fits it seems to be what it is so um, tetris is is tetris to us now but it wasn't when you first heard it yeah we don't know of anything else you know we have no our frame of reference is that anytime we see any game that's even remotely similar to that we think tetris and then they also have uh i don't think we need to read them all off but there's you know, they have some insight into like Metroid, some stuff related to Zelda, Donkey Kong, Qbert, and some other Final Fantasy and other stuff like that. So it's a pretty, it's a good article. I, I enjoyed it. Any any anybody who used to go rent Nintendo games probably would get a kick out of it. Speaking of video games, uh, Nick over at the Nerdy Directive podcast had made a comment to me through like a message that. He he knew that I had talked about video games and stuff like that, but he, he didn't know if you were much of a gamer because you don't really talk about it on this show. And I told him, you know, rest assured, Clayton likes video games. I do. I don't get to play them as much as I used to. Yeah, I, no, I don't think any of us do, but... Uh, you're on Battlefield now, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck on Battlefield. That's all I play. And there was a new one that just came out, well... A little while ago, right? Well, yeah, there's a new one that came out, and then they've since come out with, like, multiple expansion packs. Okay. So I've pretty much been getting all those. So I've been getting the most out of the game, that's for sure. So have you any interest in getting the new Madden? Uh, I haven't bought it yet. I have interest in it. I just, 
I haven't been playing. I, I know. I, I feel bad now because people are like, hey, what are you into? No, I haven't I haven't gotten it yet. I, I've heard really good things about it. They have the new uh, like physics engine and stuff, and it's supposed to be a little more um, realistic, at least in some regards. So with the way they always say that though yeah and that's the thing like i get and then every year i sort of adjust to the changes they made and uh i think i bought it last year and then i traded it in and bought the college game uh in cwa 2012 and that's the game actually i've been playing for <clears throat> the last six months yeah probably actually longer than those that. college games are consistent they're every year you enjoyed it so i and i don't i might turn and play uh, two times a month, so I don't play that much anymore. I I, I think over the winter, I think that's a more of a uh, not playing much because it's summertime and there's just other crap to do. Yeah, well, you've been busy. You've had a lot going on. Yeah, so I think this this winter I'll probably probably get committed to sitting down and actually playing because I I when I did play Mad, I I took it pretty seriously. I mean, in a nerdy kind of way, like I, I don't mess around and I, and I will, you know, if I play someone that doesn't know what they're doing, I don't have any problems with just rolling up on them and just <laughs> destroying them. <laughs> Guilty about it at all. It's like, well, you shouldn't have played me then. <laughs> but speaking of video games, did you, have you seen the pictures of the new Wii? Uh, yeah, we were, ta- uh, I read the article that we have posted on here and it looks pretty slick. Uh, I, I, it's it's coming out in Japan at the end of the year. So what else? What other updates are? What else do we have on it? Is when- uh, I know price wise, it's going to be fifty dollars more than the Wii premiered. I think the Wii came out at maybe two fifty. It's for high or three. I thought it was two fifty, and this one's going to come out at three hundred. I think or maybe three fifty. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's fifty dollars more than whatever the Wii debuted as. I just was shocked. The thing comes with practically a little tablet computer. I mean, the remote. I mean, the when I was looking at the pictures of it, I'm going, well, "What is that thing? Is that like a um, a new handheld thing?" But that's that's the- it's like Dreamwave controllers, or not Dreamwave, uh, Dreamcast controllers on you know steroids. Right. That's what it looked like to me. They have VMUs. Yeah, VMUs. Right. No, it's it, it looks like a little tablet computer. I mean, that's it's it's neat. Uh, I'm just wondering. I mean, you're gonna have to go out if you if you bust your controller, if you do the old school like get pissed at the game and slam your controller down. Like, it's gonna you're gonna have some serious consequences there, like two hundred dollars later to buy a replacement. It's not an over the plate in RBI, and you just spike your controller. <laughs> See, that's that's one of the things we we forget the the durability of those original Nintendo controllers. Man, I literally the crap out of those. Nintendo controller. I don't remember why we did it, but we literally like wore off one of the corners to the point where like we scraped off like a half inch of plastic <laughs> off the corner of the controller. I don't know why. It still worked, obviously. Oh yeah. I I remember slamming mine down and just getting up and walking away. Yeah. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Like with with Aaron and I, like if if you threw the controller app at Nintendo, if you could get the game to reset, that was basically like a <laughs> you hey man, you know I got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, like well, I whipped it and hit the reset button, so I win, <laughs> or at least it's a tie. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's really neat. It, I, I it's like a it's like a, a Dreamcast controller on steroids. That's right. And I assume that you still have the Wii motes and the Wii sticks or whatever you call them, um, 
like you have now. They, sure. Those they still have that, and I guess there's also a an Xbox style controller as well. Oh, okay. They have, but the, they're really well. excited about this. I guess they're supposed to have like an app, and you can do all sorts of things like watch TV and do different different things with that uh, controller. I mean, it, really, it sounds like a tablet controller that they're giving you with the the Wii. So I don't know. We'll see. And that and whoa. I, I don't know if you answer this, but when is it supposed to be released in the uh, U.S.? Ooh, that's a good question. I think it's because I mean, it's Christmas, but Japan by the end of the year. But don't know about the U.S. yet. So we'll, we'll yeah. eyes out for it, and we'll we'll probably talk about it in the future here. I'm sure. Oh sure, I, I I'm so stuck with my PlayStation. I like my PlayStation Three. I just I have a hard time justifying buying another system right now until I, until they come out with something like. That one post on Facebook. Oh, it says that I put on there. Sorry, I not to cut you off, but oh no, that's okay. It says November eighteenth. Oh wow, before <clears throat> Japan, three hundred bucks. Well, that's actually the same as the Wii when it came out. It came out before Japan too. Um, Oddly, even though it's made in Japan. Yeah, it's it, and it sounds like Wii's actually kind of taken a little bit of a drub in, in the video game industry. There. Yeah, they've definitely dropped down, losing a little bit of money and. Uh, well, it's, it takes a long time to, to innovate and come out with new products. And if you drop the ball on one release, it could break a company. I mean, <clears throat> that's the scariest thing, right? I mean, right. Uh, well, look at the PlayStation 3. They really struggled with when they first brought it out. But, you know, it, they they slowly started to gain back the, the market. And I think it's worked out for them now in the end. But uh, I always when people are like, I'm a, I don't know, I play Nintendo Wii, and it's like a guy our age. I'm like, wh- why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah. Are you, are you a child at heart, or are you really into Nintendo games? Like, only? Or, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is that, does it make me like a prude, a video game prude? It does, but I'm with you, 100%. Like, it's just confusing to me. Even. I, I I'm not I don't do Xbox either, but at least that one's respectable, like understandable. Like I don't know. I, I well, I I posted on Facebook that Microsoft has patented an application that shows like holodeck style. I'm reading this holodeck style immersive game, immersive display, basically some kind of 360 degree projector that surrounds the complete the user with depth sensing cameras. So like take right. the their current uh thing and expand it to surrounding you completely. Mm-hmm. Wow, that would be neat. <laughs> you said like I don't know, probably ten years ago, you're like holograms, that's the future. Do you remember I know. I was huge on that and it's you'll have a holographic T V remote and holographic you know, like everything will be a hologram. <laughs> yeah, that was junior high. I did a project on that. Right, it just never happened. Your time, you're a visionary, John. I guess. Uh, whatever. I'm still waiting for them to do it. In quotes, them. You're an engineer. I don't know what the hell the holdup is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Start your own company soon. You just uh, have the capital. I mean, just to imagine the amount of money you would have to have to start something like that. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah, to find the, the expertise and oh yeah, gee, it's hard. Speaking of patents and everything. We, we were talking about Apple before we started recording tonight, and, uh, I mean, that would be a, a tricky in itself, I mean, legally speaking, so. Right. Yeah, speaking of Apple here, we that was what we were, actually, that's what we were, when we talked about techie stuff, that's what we were going to talk about, we kind of got off track there, but. Um, 
Apple had its big convention mm-hmm. this week. Just well, last week. Yeah, it was uh, September twelfth. Yes, and that's now become like the premier techie convention of the year. Uh, everybody watches to see what they're going to do next, and pretty much, you know, they they brought out new iPhone five. Is it five or is it the five S? Just five. Just the five, and they've got a new iPod, right? A new what else? New uh, iPod Mini or something like that. Well, the new iPod Touch, um, a Nano is going to be new. What's the the really small app? The iPod that's going to be everything new colors and everything basically. Let's see what else did they have. Well, yep. they did not announce any new iPads, which I thought was interesting. Nope, just i iPods and uh, new earbuds, ear ear pods. Uh, yeah, right. I want to try those. I've never been an ear. Bud guy, but I would still like to try them. The ones that always came, you know, over the years that had came, come with an Apple device were always really uncomfortable. I just never keep them in my ears. Horrible. I've actually probably tried no less than probably a dozen different kinds of earbuds because I can wear them at work. So I want something that is going to be quiet, um, has some noise camp- canceling ability, so I can hear, because a lot of time I'm doing something that might have a little bit of noise around me. Sure. And then also be comfortable. So, um, I can recommend earbuds that I think work or are nice. Name it. The brand. What do you think? Well, there's a JVC Marshmallows are nice. But Panasonic, I just got a new pair of Panasonic ones, like $7 on Amazon. Wow. <clears throat> they come with three different sizes of the outside mushy part that goes in your ear sure so it'll fit just about anybody that are really nice because they're noise canceling and that was the panasonic ones and aaron recommends the jvc marshmallow ones those are okay but they don't have the same noise canceling ability but both of those sets are actually really comfortable and nice so that the panasonic ones have nice bass they're cheap so if you break them who cares you just buy another pair i bought two pairs when i ordered them last time so but I'm, I, I'd be curious to see what they have. I, I just my thing on those is like if you can go on Amazon and get a pair of Panasonic, not even a generic brand, for seven dollars. Why would you go to Apple and pay thirty five or forty bucks for a stupid pair of earbuds? I guarantee you they're not that great a sound. You know what I mean? Right. But that, yeah, I, I'm. Brand. I've tried them. I just can't get used to them. Maybe it's just because I haven't bought good earbuds like the ones you're recommending. I'm stuck on my old school. Not the wrap around the top of the head style. I like still like the ones that kind of wrap around the back of your head, but they actually have the hook that goes um, goes over your ear. Oh yeah, I remember those. I it's used actually to... hooked to your ear. Some, yeah, some really nice ones of those. Remember those? Yeah, oh, that's what I still like. That's still uh, just, just that's the, how I roll, man. <laughs> just the buds. If you find a nice pair, you'll actually probably like them better. I assume so. If I just get some good ones, you just but, have to find a pair that fit proper right so but i it it's all it's all individual like everybody's ears are going to be shaped a little bit different it's just like dna genetic i mean everybody's going to be a little bit different everybody has their own comfort level and preferences so but you know kind of back on the apple thing i i kind of i got sucked in i i watched this live blog thing online where they would have pictures and then uh you know basically like tweets every 15 or 20 seconds on everything that they were rolling out and you just sort of uh, kind of get lost in the scope of the Apple product line and and uh, their technology and how huge of a company Apple is. Uh, it was 
I mean, I, I was drawn in big time, and I'm not a big Apple guy, but I, I kind of got to admit, like, I, I all the Apple products that I've ever used, I've never really been disappointed. So um, I'm kind of, it's all growing on me. And when they announced the new iPhone 5, which was the big product that was being introduced this past week, I got sucked in. And to the point where I, I moved I with my pocketbook. I, <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. And, and now... Now, were you due, though? I mean, like, your contract was up or anything like that? Because that's usually, to me, I mean, I always wait to the end of my contract before I consider a phone. Right. And and that was the case for us. And I actually, um, we were due to upgrade our... I guess our contract wasn't up, but we were eligible for, uh, you know, the upgrade bonuses or whatever you get. You know, and it would involve getting a new contract, I, I believe. I, I had told uh, my wife, I was like, well, you know, let's just wait 10 days because I knew Apple was going to be having this thing. And, you know, they, they pretty much do, do uh, they release the news a little earlier. They, you know, put it out to certain people so they're, you know, so it gets out into the right places. So Yeah, it creates a buzz. Right. And they kind of had the buzz going. So I knew it was kind of around the corner. So we waited um, a couple of weeks and just, you know, wait and see what they were coming out with and see what the prices on some of the other new devices did. And then we both, she, I wasn't, we, we didn't watch it together. We both watched it, the this press conference through like a live blog setting online. And we were both like, well, let's just get the new iPhone 5. <laughs> Why not? You know, Is what? there one feature that it has that really you think is sounds awesome, like more so than any other phone or for me it was um it's it was because i'm a verizon customer it was the idea that the battery on it's better than my my device that i have now is terrible and that being said any of the other new android devices would probably be better than the iphone 5 the fact that i have a desktop uh i have an imac desktop i think kind of i was gonna i was thinking well it'd be kind of nice just to have another mac product and just the the foreign screen and the, the new the new connector. Actually, a lot of people are making a hubbub about that, but I actually kind of like the idea of the quick connector, whatever they're calling it. Hey, if it's smaller and flexible and that, and it can fit in your pocket right. easier, well, that's not a bad thing. And then the, just the general reliability that I've had with Apple products. And that sounds so lame, but I mean, it's true for me. I've, I've literally had an iPod that I've used almost every, well, I, I shouldn't say almost every day, but I mean... Uh, you know, four or five days a week for three or four years. Um, the iPod's about four four years old, almost five years old, and it's worked every day. Uh, no battery issues, never anything. And I've had Motorola products in the past, and they've gone to crap. Um, I've had you know other products you know that where I've been like after sixteen months, all of a sudden the thing isn't working right anymore, and that scared me. So I'm like, you know what? It's reliable. It's plus I'll be cool and I'll be able to pick up. Chip. I'll be cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to take it to the playground, see if I can get some people to come back to the apartment. <laughs> the lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I'm going to stand behind my Android phone. I don't care. I mean, what do you? What, I mean, if you had to go out tomorrow and pick out a new one, what would it be? Would you get the Galaxy or would you get? I think so. Because it's big and neat, but I don't know. I really like my phone. I've I've had my phone now for almost coming up on two years here in, in December, and it still works great. I got the Droid X. Roll. Uh, now my wife, on the other hand, she she's not 
See, she had the problem. It's her own fault because she messed up her phone. She dropped it. She had to get a refurb. Uh-oh. And then it's just never worked right ever since. Uh-oh. And then it got dropped against recently. So it's even more screwed up now. So she just. Why didn't. I, so that's just her own darn fault. <laughs> yeah, does she have. I take care of my phone. Does she have an Otterbox case on it? No, she does not. The hell then? You know, uh, she gets what she, you know, she earned that one. Well, that's me. I guess I should have done that, but I'm cheap. Well, she she could have been like, I should get a case to where if I if I get out of the car and it's sitting on my lap, it won't break when it hits the concrete. Yeah, I know. That seems to be the most common way people break their phone, or they throw it at a wall. I've seen that. <laughs> never good. But yeah, I, I so here's the deal with the iPhone five. So we're you know everybody we're talking about it, and and, and it's. Uh, apparently this is going to be the biggest selling one, the fastest pre-sale and everything. So we literally ordered it like within 10 minutes of its release pre-order. And I found out today that uh, we're probably, our phone isn't going to be shipped for three weeks from this past Friday. So it's not going to ship until October 5th, I think is what the date was. So that was a little discouraging to where I'm going. Like, I guess it's not too late for me to make a move if I did want to change my mind and go with either the new Motorola line that they're coming out with or the Samsung Galaxy line. So I don't know. I'm I'm still sort of a uh, little buyer's remorse, maybe. So either yeah, you'll like it when you get it. It's got that bigger screen, so it won't be too. See now, if you were to transition, I think from your current phone to like say the the iPhone the 4s. I think it would be weird because be, you'd be going to s- a smaller screen. But this new iPhone 5, I think, has got the Droid-style screen. I have the Incredible. I have my, The screen on mine is real small. Oh, is it? The HTC oh. Incredible is actually a pretty small phone. This is sort of like... Um, oh, I guess, yeah. I guess I did have kind of a big phone when I got it right. compared. Mine, I don't think, is even four inches. So the, the actual iPhone 5 is actually going to be a bigger screen for me. Good. So, but and I'll I'll like that. But I I'm hemming and hawing over here. I I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> it sounds like it might be three weeks away. So hopefully either we. we I think you'll 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 live. Yeah, just suck it up you'll and enjoy it. Oh. <laughs> I have yeah I have no sympathy. Yeah, you're not getting it here, buddy. Well, how else am I supposed to go pick up girls if I don't have an iPhone five? I don't know, ladies. I'm <laughs> young ones too, and I figure that iPhone fives work right. No, I shouldn't say that. I'm, you know, I'm kidding, right? Uh, I know you're kidding, and but nobody else does. So yeah, you're pretty much screwed now. No, I thought we were, we should have had it by next week. <laughs> you know, next, literally next Friday. Uh, I thought so. It was kind of looking forward. It's gonna bother you all until you get it, and you're gonna be. It's just gonna bother you, and it's gonna eat at you for weeks now until you get it. It's gonna get something to look forward. To. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they, they also introduced some of their other new stuff that they're having. So, like, do you, do you still do you use an iPod or no? You have an iPad from work, but you don't have an iPod, do you? No, I do, but the battery's so worn down that it's you have an old it, one. It's it's the battery's actually worn out within an hour of use. So it's just I use it sometimes. I'll use it actually to like listen to like do test listens to our show. Oh, right on. But. uh I don't even do that anymore. I actually had a ritual where I used to use that for testing the show. But, yeah, I don't even do that anymore because it's too much trouble because the battery just doesn't work. Oh, well, no. I, I, I just from reading up on Apple and hearing stuff and seeing stuff, like the the value of Apple, the company, is is uh, kind of just hard to 
fathom. Um, it's, it's, it's so big that, that it actually, how does it, one of the articles I read, I think this is from the Wall Street Journal, says that the Apple's total value is greater than the 2010 nominal gross domestic product of countries like Poland, Belgium, Sweden, and Saudi Arabia, uh, given the oil. So that's the gross domestic product. Like that is, uh, hard to believe. So they're, they're, you know, four, five hundred billion dollars. Well, they got it figured out. You know, they, they make the stuff. Not only do, okay, so they, they sell the stuff themselves. They sell their stuff in the stores and they make it all. Mm-hmm. So there's just no middleman. It's just they're making like, all that money goes straight to them. Sharp makes some of the screens or, yeah. No. Well, yeah, sure, the comp- individual components, but it's like, you know, where it comes to, like, in the Android world, you know, there's all these different companies making all these different phones that use uh, the Android system and uh, not at Apple. They, they've they got it all. Mm. It's, a, it's a pretty good deal they've got working out. And, and like I said, I, my, and I'm sure people would argue with me, but I've had um, nothing but success with everything Apple that I've ever had. So for me, it's 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 kind of oddball because I... Well, when we have my brother on, you guys can, you know, swap stories because I think he's he's with you. Well, what was the one thing I was ta- we were talking about before, too, when we were recording that? Uh, I'm hearing that, and I had someone tell me that Apple has the patent on cell phones that are rectangular with rounded corners. <laughs> and then we talked about it, and then I did it like I was looking up articles and stuff on it. It's like literally have a patent on that. And then actually like their app screens, you know, how the apps, when you before you click on them, they're rectangular with rounded corners or square with rounded corners. It's like... Got that patented. That's amazing Gosh. that you can patent something like that. Is it a rectangle if it has rounded corners? <laughs> Seriously? No, that's true. So I don't, no, it's... Should I anyway. I'm going to have to cut you off, Clayton. We're going to have to take a break here. So I'm going to get you off your Apple soap um, box. We're going to take a break and come back with our tweets. We're back. I'd like to apologize for my outburst earlier about the during our break. I was correcting Clayton that uh, <laughs> it requires parallel sides um, to make a rectangle. Oh uh, yeah, on a, of unequal distance, right? Yeah, well, right. Two of the sides have to be this well. Two sets. Oh, we're not going to get into this. <laughs> We're leaving it at that. I almost sucked you back in. <laughs> you almost sucked me back in. We're going to move on to our favorite segment of the show. The Tweets of the Week. Never sounds as cool when we record this than when I, uh, you know, when I listen to it. <laughs> no, of course not. So, okay, we're going to, you know, and hey, I, I got a question for if anybody would be willing to send us some feedback on this. I'd be curious to know if, if this segment, uh, we did this last week where we did like plowed through a whole bunch of of tweets. And I thought it was fun. 
to do anyway. So we're going to do that again this week. So if you guys think that's good, let us know. If you think it's bad, let us know. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't want to let us know, let us know that you are annoyed that we want you to... I don't know. So let's just do this. Let's start. Where should we start? Um, well, Take it away, Clayton. Start at the top of the list. The tweets of the week. Uh, let's see. G.I. Joe. This is from 96.5. The Wolf. Uh, 9965 at The Wolf. Right? Right. G.I. Joe has been named the top toy of the century. Other toys that made the list included Transformers and Legos. Um, this is a Facebook post. Yeah, so it gets cut off, but so we have to cut them off. You're right. So, but it's still good because I liked it because I liked G.I. Joe's myself. So They're actually, oh, I was going to say, the Wolf Eye, you don't see a lot of tweets from them. They do cover some local news, but they're not. I know WLPO actually does tweet quite a bit now. And so. you know what? This is actually unfair because, well, the thing is, 96.5, since they're all owned by the same company, that they all post the same thing, like 99.3, WAJK, you know, 96.5, and WLPO, they'll all post the identical tweet. Right. Um, so this was just one of many uh, outlets that were tweeting this. So I, I was never a G.I. Joe guy. I mean, I, I, I think I played with them, but I wasn't a big, big fan. So. Gotcha. Still pretty cool. I always like the throwback stuff. You get oh, yeah. This one, John? Moving on? Yes, moving on. Moving on. All right. From at Tony Capone 311, LPH. So this is relevant to today's show. Uh, LPHS football scandal even hits front page on Yahoo. Doesn't sound like a good day to be alive and a cavalier. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Oh, it is a great day to be alive and a cavalier. That's <laughs> how we've already hammered this out. Uh, that's from Tony K, right? Tone Capone 311. Yes. Regard to the LP football scandal thing. And then also. Is that Mr. Stahoyak who used to say that? Mr. Stahoyak. He was a. Uh, it's a great day to be alive and a cavalier. That's I right. That with my um, golf when I taught at ISU when I was a graduate assistant, I had my own sections of golf class. And. I had an 8 a.m. class, and that you would have thought that I was making these students like pull their own teeth or something. <laughs> and and I, I tried to be as I didn't want to be there either. It was eight o'clock in the morning, you know. It was dewy. Sometimes it was cold, you know. I tried to be as upbeat as I could, and I used to say that, you know, it was a great. And I stole it. I used to say it was a great day to be alive in a red bird, and they all looked at me like I was crazy. But I <laughs> high energy, like. You know, if I if I if I act like I don't want to be here, we're never going to get anything done. So, man, eight a.m. classes—that's the worst. And then I, you know, I'd catch like students. It was always interesting. Like, can I go have a cigarette? And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> we're in class. <laughs> I want <laughs> and cool, but no. <laughs> what? What made you think I would say yes to that? So I love that. Right. He also had um, I'm uh, shocked, stunned, and appalled too. Do you remember that one? I don't know if you were, did. You have him as a teacher or what? I did, but I don't remember that. I wonder what he's up to. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. Moving on. I, I got the next one. I guess is. And I, I don't know how you say this. So good luck. Well, C L E C T H U L H U P L Z. Wow. Holpowitz. Holp Holwitz. 
The quality of my mental health is now solely reliant on whether or not my timing belt gets replaced today. Uh, is this? Are they talking automotive here, or do they personally? Yeah, yeah, that's all it was. Okay. Do you know this person? No, I don't personally know who they are, um, but I think they follow us, so I followed them back, and they tweeted this, and I thought it was funny. Well, hopefully it worked out for them. I hope so. Well, that's good. Dang. All right, I got the next one. Craig Sterrett over at the News Trib, at NT underscore News Editor. At the NT Outdoors site, find columns, stories on everything from invasive species to welcome invaders, uh, quote, muskies, and it goes on. It's another, I think, I think this might be a face. No, it's not a Facebook. Well, anyway, he's just pimping uh, the new News Tribune outdoors site where they talk about a lot of outdoorsy stuff. And since we talk about a lot of outdoorsy stuff, I thought it was appropriate. Well, and they have their new sports section, too, actually. Cause they yeah, it's got a cool look to it. Layout of the sports, and I, I, yeah, I like it as well. Uh, yeah, that's neat. Uh, in 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 talking of invasive species, we've talked about that stuff on here before. So uh, I'll have to check out their their website and see see what it's all about. Right on. So I got the next one. This one's from at Jason Silva, uh, spelt like it sounds. Um, it's Are we living inside of a computer simulation? This NASA researcher thinks so, and then it has a link to a Vice dot com article with a very cool. Uh, graphic on it almost looks like someone's giving someone the middle finger see i did read this article and i oh yeah it's oh, a, cool whoa forgot about that are we inside a computer right now uh, yeah well this is a it's one of those articles when you read it, it you're both intrigued but then depressed at the thought at the same time right and then it blows your mind it is it's it's some dude a legitimate NASA scientist has come up with this theory on this, and it's just basically he's using the idea of the way that our computers, the way they get faster and faster, there's like an actual, almost like a, not a, probably a formula right. to just how they are getting faster and faster, and they can predict in so many years, computers are going to be so fast. Right. And basically in the article he says, you know, even right now there's computers at NASA that can can do computations faster than the human brain. So he's basically says, oh, well, if you keep this going and, and say even 50 years, not that far into the future, we'll have computers that are running these simulations where in the simulations are, are just like and better than human brains. So you could consider that those people inside the computers would be conscious it's crazy. It's deep and crazy and blows your mind kind of thing. So, uh, so yeah. This particular tweeter, Jason Silva, who he's like a TED Talk guy. Uh, right. He's a, he goes deep. He's a big thinker. Uh, yeah, and he's, a, he's actually probably about our age or maybe a little younger. And he just has – he's a really good speaker and he does a great job with these sort of far-out topics and yeah, – and it's uh, – vice.com is actually a really cool website. Outside as something that he's going to tweet a link to, so I recommend that website anyway. There's a there are videos on the they have a YouTube channel I think where they have they go all these crazy places and have oh yeah I've heard that your brother I think telling me about that we talked about it on the podcast before yeah I think so it's dot com and it's it's neat uh, really really neat I think the the guys that 
run it or help start it have been on the Joe Rogan podcast. So, but yeah, cool. Moving on, do you want to get the next one? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, at Wired, I like they 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 tweet a lot of cool stuff. Um, just Wired the magazine. It's just Twitter founders don't sweat the money, just make something popular. Uh, and then it's got a link to an article, and it's just the guys who invented Twitter, our favorite form of social media. That's their mentality. They're like, you know, screw trying to create an idea with the intentions, you know, that it just comes down to making money in the end, you know. Basically, make something because you think it's awesome, and then the money will come. That's kind of what their thought is. And I think it works out because Twitter is awesome. So I'm with them on that one. Uh, and they're not, like, trying to do everything they can possibly do, like Facebook is, to to try to make money. Oh, man, Facebook just drives me nuts with that crap. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they're they're monetizing everything, or they're trying. Trying to, yeah, and it's just pissing everybody off, I think. Mm-hmm. Or me, anyway. Stock price. Um, Stock price, yeah. It's, it's actually, you know, whatever. It's dropped a lot, but I got the next one. It's uh, from Tom Skilling, or at what is it? At Skilling, a 100-acre wildfire burning east of Utica in LaSalle County since 1 p.m. has produced a smoke plume we've tracked on NS, NWS's Doppler into McHenry County. Um, so, they, yeah, the, we, I think we touched on this earlier where they had the huge brush fire. And I think it actually ultimately ended up being about 200 acres that burned uh, produced a huge plume, actually to the point where it actually slowed traffic a little bit on 80. Yeah, because visibility was so bad. Oh, crazy. And it was all from someone, uh, I guess, they believe it was someone that was just burning brush on his own property. And uh, it got out of control, got away from him, and ended up burning a huge swath of land. But I guess this particular individual that did the burning uh, had been warned uh, at least a handful of other times and could now actually be charged with all the uh, fire department costs and that for oh ouch yeah not not be I mean if you own property and you use you know you burn some brush which is common if you're a landowner and it gets away from you once you know that's okay but in this instance uh, apparently he has been warned a few times about about burning and that he should win and when he shouldn't do it and apparently he did not heed the warnings and now he might be hit in the pocketbook so we'll see. Boom. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to skip the next one. I'm going to save it for you since you're the iPhone dude. So I'm going to jump down to... <laughs> at, I'm sorry. At STH749, Scott Holland. He tweeted, what? He's that? a winner, right? He is a, he is a past winner. Yes, he is. So he says, on the Mississippi, only instead of running... I had three beers and a bunch of fried fish, potatoes, onion rings, and cheese sticks. And then hashtag bloated. Wow. Sounds like Illinois Valley dining to me. That's what I thought. It's funny that it wasn't here. It was on the Mississippi. I know. It's when I first, yeah. You <laughs> could have substituted Illinois Valley and it would have been appropriate. All right. Uh, yeah, I got the next one. Well, good for Scott. I'm glad that he got to eat some fried fish. I hope Darn was- right. Uh, maybe it was carp, right? Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, I got the next one. This one's from Dave Wisnowski uh, at Wishlist, uh, W-I-S-C-H-L-I-S-T. The iPhone 10. our pockets will just have to adjust. And then it shows the picture, uh, has a tw- picture of the iPhone 10. 
which obviously is a joke, uh, is it says the tallest iPhone yet, and it's like a, just a someone modified a picture of the iPhone to make it three times longer than it showed. It looks like yeah, it's got fifteen layer, uh, fifteen rows of oh. apps. It looks like a remote control. Actually, it looks like a. Re- actually, this would be a pretty sweet remote control. Right. Actually, it'd be a pretty awesome phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would. You it would be th- about the size of a, a, an old standard phone. Do all kinds with it. I like it. I um, like it too. Yeah, I. I typically am not a big fan of tall phones, but I think this one would work for me. So, if he chance actually, I, I'm sure if you looked up the iPhone 10 or something, maybe I'm not sure where he pulled this picture from, but it's pretty. Pretty hilarious. Just the- like a futuristic Zach Morris phone. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of Zach's, do you got this next one? Yeah. From at total dweeb. Well, I'm actually at total underscore dweeb. Zach Edchite, uh, former classmate of ours, says a tropical depression doesn't stand a chance against Midwest rage. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Because <laughs> this was because of the uh, hurricane that. Swept up and and came up into the Midwest. Was that Isaac? Yeah, I, I believe that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed that one. I just summed it up, I guess. Apparently, they're yeah. in the Midwest. Uh, I'm going to skip the next one. I'll leave that one for you. Uh, and I'll do the, the following one. Uh, this is from Brandon McCarthy. He's a pitcher for the Oakland A's, <clears throat> and it's at BM. Uh, B. McCarthy, 32. Um, he, he recently got hit in the head with a line drive, almost to the point he actually had to have brain surgery. Uh, I mean, it was scary. So he's, and he's up and at him, and he's, you know, meeting with his teammates and everything, so he's walking and he's okay, but he he's in this tweet, he's talking about what it's like to recover from that kind of injury. In, in the tweet it was, those helpless two weeks after the cable company changes your lineup is probably my best comparison for co- for concussion recovery. <laughs> so, and what it's like, and I, I think that's really funny. Like, you just can't, you seem scatterbrained or something, I guess is what he's saying. So, uh, and he, he's a really, for baseball players, he's witty. Um, he doesn't seem to have an ego. Like, he, he's a, he probably has an ego, but it's, he's not a, he's not an ass. Um, he's a really good player to follow and if you're a sports fan at all he's a curious fellow so uh do you have the next um maybe i have technical difficulty here i do have one more but i also have a crying child oh no oh no do you want me i uh and then eh, yeah i'll be right back okay i won't leave you hanging like i did once before where i didn't actually i just left i'll i'll actually we'll go to a break (laughs) okay (laughs) be right back Estoy en vikingo y solo sé Conquistar, destrozar, aniquilar Cojo enfermedades de transmión sexual Lo que más me gusta es violar Bebe cerveza y hermar y ancianos Porque me gusta hacerlos correr en llamas Ya hagas punks O ya hilaraturas, súpeslos O ya will dance Si estará dance meren Viar best La vio que vive pava turne O tingen anan Ya ves que bruca menos Thank <laughs> you. 
Okay, we are back. I apologize, everybody. Had a bit of an issue there. If I had to guess, I think my kid had a night terror. Oh, I used to hate those. That's too bad. Did you ever get those? Yeah, yeah, I still do. Yes, everybody does, yeah. Or did, or does, or whatever, yeah. Ugh. So I was about to uh, conclude the tweets of the week, which we should have probably just discussed who maybe was the winner. Uh, we did not figure that out, so we're going to have to do that on the fly. The last one to read off here was from the Curiosity Rover at Mars Curiosity. Uh, I think I might have mentioned them last time. Uh, it just says, I turned my camera on, check out one of my first telephoto images from Mars, see the layers of Mount Sharp. And it's got a link to a picture of Mount Sharp, which is a big mountainous looking thing on Mars. So, yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I, I like checking in on what the Curiosity rover is doing. So that's about it. So that's that's what we got. Tweets of the week. So what do you think, Clayton? I, I don't know. I think I might. Do you have one? I mean, I'm thinking maybe if you look at scan up. Sorry, everybody. We're doing this like this. But I'm. can you see what I'm highlighting up, up above towards the top? I think that's that's great. Actually. That's a good one? Mm-hmm. Word. Word. All right. We've got it. This week's winner of the Tweet of the Weeks will be... To, uh, at Tone Capone 311, Tony Capone 311, however you say that, with her tweet about the LP football scandal. and doesn't sound like a good day to be alive in a Cavalier. Mm -hmm. So way to go, Tony. It's all because of Mr. Stoyak. Yeah. Yes, it is. I wasn't referencing that, which I know she probably was. I'm going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> I think she had to be, yeah. So, awesome. All right, so we got our winner. That's great. Congratulations, Tony. Let's move on to apps and podcasts. Did you have anything you've been listening to, or I know you've probably been pretty busy with work, right? Uh, yeah, and you know, pretty, uh, pretty much. What's this? I got um, oh, something. My computer's being weird. I've been trying to, uh, you know, listen to the same stuff that I usually do. Uh, I've also been trying to listen to more shows that are on the Twit Network, which is uh, this week in tech. Uh, they or they do a lot of different shows, uh, all techie stuff. Uh, let me see if I can name a couple off that I've been I've been listening to. I mean, like Tech News Today is my favorite, um, but they also do what else? There's um, a guy named Brian Brushwood who does a couple shows, and I'm not even sure if that's actually a technically a Twitch show. It's he does a show that's a uh, oh yeah it is uh, NSFW. Uh, with Brian Brushwood, he just talks about not safe for work stuff. Oh, um, which is pretty good. Watching uh, Cinemax. Yeah. What? Oh, oh, you were you? We took that break for your child who's having a night terror, and all of a sudden I found myself wandering the dial, and I stumbled upon erotic karma. <laughs> Perfect. Distracted. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's all I got. I've been trying to sampling some different shows. They've got like if if you've got an iPhone, an Android phone, an iPad, a tablet, whatever. They seem like they've got some show that relates to any of that stuff where you can learn a thing or two about what's the latest apps. Mm -hmm. Like if you're interested, if you like the part of the show where we talk about apps, 
um, check the Twit Network because that's like all the crap they they talk about that stuff nonstop. So check it out. That's all I got. They've been doing podcasts for a long time, right? They have This Week in Google, iPad Today, Tech News Today, i5 for the iPhone. Um, do they have video podcasts too? Yes, they do. Awesome. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and the the studio where they produce their show, like I've seen pictures of it. it it's like, I consider it, it's like the podcasting mecca. Okay. Uh, like they've got the coolest setup. Yeah. If you're a podcaster, like what they have is like the ultimate dream of what they have. It's so cool. Cool. So yeah, that's all I got. I I let me see. I've been listening to um been doing audio books still. Uh I think we've talked about that before. I downloaded this is one's been out for a couple of years, but the Sarah Sarah Silverman book, um The Bedwetter. Uh that one's good. I enjoyed it. I, I, I downloaded the children's book as read by Samuel L. Jackson, Go the F to Sleep. <laughs> nice. It might be good for you, yeah, seeing as how you're a father. Okay, I'll check that out. But in terms of podcasts, um, I, I started listening to Scalar Brothers Country, uh, Scalar Bro Country. Um, those are they're like twin comedians. They had a show on the History Channel, uh, Stats, United Stats of America, or something like that. I believe yeah, they're cool. pretty funny guys. Um, that's a newer one that I've been listening to. Let's see. I, not really much else new. Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, which I think I brought up on the last one, but he had a new episode. Um, oops. Uh, I want to see him. Uh, he had one called Ego with Burt Kreischer um, that was really, really good. It was like two hours and 26 minutes, and they just talk about you know what it's like when you get a show on TV and how people treat you and how to not let your ego... Not that you or I are ever going to run into this situation, but how to not let your you get too full of yourself, and how to always try to keep things in perspective, and sort of kind of deep for a comedy podcast. Really interesting conversation, but but very good. Anything Burt Kreischer is on, I recommend because cool. cracks me up. <clears throat> Burt Kreischer, it's B E R T K R E I S C H E R. Burt, Burt, Burt. Dot com or he has a show on the Travel Channel called. Um, well, he had it. He used to have a show called Hurt Bert, and then he has uh, Trip Flip. That's his new show. I think it's on Thursday nights. He's just funny. And then I think he had one where he would like go around and ride roller coasters and stuff on the Travel Channel before as well. So he's kind of a he's a character, but he's a stand up comedian who just does television shows. So uh, cool. That one I recommend. Uh, and it seems how football season rolled around. I've been listening to the Dave Damashek football program. That one's for football people only. You know, if you're into the you know NFL football, uh, Dave Damashek. So he's a guest on the Adam Carolla show a lot, and then he does his own podcast. And he's also on the NFL Network, and he he can he cracks me up. So uh, other than that, you know, just the usual. You know, so. Um, Cool. And then don't forget uh, podcasts. There's other local podcasts here in the Illinois Valley. Nerdy Directive, uh, who actually, they just, their last show, they had Twiz from the Twizcast, who is another local podcast, like a, a WoW podcast, World of Warcraft. And then there's Something Suggestive, I think, and then uh, Candid Radio. So all local podcasts you should check out. And speaking of that, I might be guesting guest hosting on another podcast what i didn't tell you that i forgot to tell you that yeah 
they've been they've been doing a good job keeping a weekly show going. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. <laughs> More power to them. Uh, we we struggle to do that. Um, so, but they're gonna. Uh, Nick is gonna be out for a week, and he asked me to fill in for him. So, oh, I think I might be doing that on their next show. We'll see. Well, you're hosting prowess. I can't yeah, right. <laughs> it could be. Uh, I don't know. It could be the downfall of their show. I'm gonna bring them down. <laughs> well, you should sabotage. Yeah. Why not? Just a warning to them if they're listening. Just try to take them out. <laughs> You're going down. If you can pick up any secrets, we could send to the other podcasts. That's you know, right. To you know, conspire against them. I'm inside man. So. Uh, no, that's awesome, John. I, that's, that sounds good. Are you just going to do the typical Skype routine and see if... Like, some- I think so. Yeah, I think so. We'll talk about some... Well, I don't know what we're talking about yet. I mean, I've got a... Got a Lots of stuff. I'm pretty closeted with my geeky, nerdy stuff, so I, it might be a good opportunity to talk about a lot of stuff. It'd be fun. Good. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, John. I'm not nerdy enough for you here, so you have to go get, do your nerdy exploits elsewhere. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help it. That's cool. Uh, well, we, well that- we definitely do some nerdy stuff, so. Oh, yeah. Too good or anything like that, so. I think that's about a show, Clayton. I don't think we really have anything else. We're a little, we're doing a little hemming and hawing. I think we've, uh, I don't feel like we talked about a lot, but I feel like we covered everything we wanted to, right? I think so. Yeah. So, IV Podcast is our Twitter handle. IV Pod on Facebook. Mail at IV Pod is our email, and we're on Google Plus, even though I like never ever check it except i will post the episodes and then that's about it right so sorry google plus you're just it just isn't working i don't know you know i think it's one of those where they're gonna just have to keep on it just don't give up yeah that's true sometimes you just kind of like us we're almost that's right kind of like uh, almost almost to 100 twitter followers so i know that's awesome Had a huge surge just i think you're um Twitter campaign within the last uh, week with the Dreamwave and everything has been successful. So yeah, it was fun. Thank you for doing that. I think we're we're moving in the right direction. So uh, yeah, I think that's an episode, and let's wrap this son of a bee up and call, call it a night. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right, bye. Later. Later. I'd like to apologize for my outburst earlier.